Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Ariel Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Ariel Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. Hello again, everyone. This is Aaron, as always, here with my main man, Jason Jenkins. Hello, everybody. Hello, Aaron. Hey, we are uh, excited about our episode today. We are going to tackle something I think I think is going to be really Yeah, this meaningful. is a good one. This is a good one. Before we get there, though, I wanted to uh, let you guys know um, an update that we're doing with the Aerial Tribe website. Uh, one of the things that we did when we initially started brainstorming this was saying, okay, uh, how do we get people connected into community? And so we created a, a backdoor space where you can um, pay to get in and be part of a community and all that stuff. Now, the problem with that is over the long term, what we want to make sure is that whatever we ask of you is value added um, to your life. And uh, this is, um, for both of us, a side hustle. It's a passion for us, and we yeah. love it and believe in it, but this is, uh, this is our side hustle. We both have, yeah. we have real jobs um, <laughs> that we do. Uh, and so um, we have been talking about, like, in order to create the content, and we have lots of ideas about what that content should be and what it could be and how we're going to get there, but the, in order to do that, it's just going to take um, some time. Yeah. And so rather than asking you guys to jump in, and for those of you that have already jumped in, man, uh, thank you for that. That's just yeah, awesome. pretty cool. Uh, but what rather than asking you to pay every month for something that's coming at some point, yeah. um, that we don't even really know the timeline on it yet because there's been a lot of variables in, in our life. And so um, rather than doing that, what we're going to do is, we're gonna take the website and make all of our content free. It's 100% available to everybody. Uh, at some point that may change, um, but that all of the content that we've created will be available to you for, for free. And we will um, begin the process of building our community that way. Uh, that allows us then to put more energy into just focusing on uh, the 87 day invitation on the podcast on getting the things that we care about most out to as many people as possible. Cause at the end of the day, this isn't a, this isn't an opportunity for us to get rich. This is an opportunity for us to help the world be a better place. Correct. It's, it's why we started Ariel tribe. It was the vision. It's always going to be that vision. And so, um, that's what, yes, yeah, so we were excited to announce that today. Yeah. So we go ahead. No, I was just gonna say one more thing. And I think, you know, getting back to our focus, it doesn't mean that we're not, you know, committed and working hard to creating great content for you, everybody. I think we feel really strong about these microphones in the podcast. I think that's where we want everyone to, you know, to really be able to soak in 
there's one thing of reading something, but there's also the power of having it explained or discussed in this kind of forum. And so, so as you listen to this, that's a big part of the reason why Aaron and I decided to do this. Yep. So as of right now, everything on the Aerial Tribe website is available to you. And uh, hopefully that will be a blessing and um, you can use it. Uh, you can use it to help in the groups that you're leading or doing. Um, if you're in the 87 day uh, invitation and you have a group of people that something that's in there would be helpful for them, please use it and um, may it be a blessing to you. And we're excited about that. Yeah. And with that being said, you know, the way that you can help us and, and us giving this back to you guys is just letting people know about this podcast. We really want to grow the message that uh, we're excited about, what the invitation is doing, the challenges that we think that we're wrestling with and bringing to these microphones uh, that we hope you're seeing value in. So I think that's our ask is just, you know, let people know, share it, like it and all that good stuff. Yep. Yep. And jump on iTunes and give us a rating. Yes. Uh, only five stars. That's the only ones that we accept. No, I'm <laughs> just joking, right. but uh, we'd love to have a high rating. We'd love to have a good review. Um, if you have time to write one, those are always super helpful. And I, I know I've said this before, but I, I've listened to podcasts a lot and, and they, they always ask you to do that. And I'm like, I don't want, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Having spent a little bit of time now in the podcast world, it actually really matters. It does matter. And so uh, we would super appreciate that. And thank you for um, taking the opportunity to help us out that way. Yep. All right. So today, here's what we're going to tackle. Um, every single one of us hits points in our life in, in multiple arenas, whether this is your job, your family, a relationship that you have, some conflict, some... Uh, social issue that that's going on um, any number of things in our culture that we have questions about we all hit these points where we're like gosh I don't know what to do right now and so what we want to talk about today is what do you do when you don't know what to do yeah well I think that's just yeah that's so that's the topic of today is is are you feeling stuck you know are you kind of confused kind of feeling neutralized or anchored in your situation so that is what Aaron and I kind of wanted to kind of, you know, unpack here today and, and think about different, you know, ideas and maybe some different tools I think we can talk about Yeah, that can really help you, you know, get going in a direction. It might not be where you ultimately land, but movement forward is, is really the key I know that you and I believe in. Yep. And I, I think uh, one of the important realities about life, and this is whether the situation for you is good or bad in your own mind there's some there's some truth to that and there's some of that that is kind of rooted in a, a story i'm telling in my head so it, it being able to separate so the the truth from the fiction of the context that we're in uh man that's a difficult task oh it's an arena in our hearts and our minds that just loves to wreak havoc sometimes yes it does <laughs> it just yes, does. It does and so i think to begin one of the things that we want to do is set up like a okay let's make a decision tree but before we even get there you've got to be able to sit down and delineate like what are what are my feelings here in this situation what am i feeling and i know uh lots of people aren't super connected to their feelings and so that's that's hard, but the reality is you can be stuck in a situation simply because you have a feeling or a belief that's going on internally in you that's just inaccurate. And once you get that identified, that may very well remedy the situation. 
that being said, I don't, that may not be the total package, but it's a big first step because what people do is they sit down. I know for me, when I feel overwhelmed, when I feel uh, stuck in a situation, if I just sit down and map out like, what am I thinking? What do I actually have to get done? What's actually happening around me? It's always so much bigger in my head. Yeah, when you talk about that specifically, when when you're you're stuck because there's a sense of overwhelm, one of the best tools is what you just said is I, I, you have to disengage. So the people that I um, you know manage or coach, however you want to put that in a leadership position, I I say the moment that you're feeling that way, you need to get up from your desk, go for a walk outside. You got to go somewhere. Um, so that you can then go back and re-engage, reprioritize, you know, reprioritizing what's going on, which is exactly what you just said. Like, what is it that actually has to get done to take this off my checklist, you know, my to-do list? And so um, to me, that's always been a very powerful tool because there's moments where you just feel the pressure. You feel like, okay, I'm staring down the barrel of a lot of different big projects. How do I go about doing this? I always think about the book um, written by Mark Devine, uh, he's a former Navy SEAL out of San Diego. Okay. Um, and I'm blanking on the book title right this second. So I'm sure as you, you could Google this if, if you're uh, listening to this right now, but Mark Devine. Uh, oh, it's the way of the SEAL. That's, yeah. So he, he talks about what makes SEALs so effective is they're so, they become excellent at hitting one target at a time. Wow. It's always downside barrel. Like he's like, people, we walk into a room and people think we're just like, you know, like a superhero and we're kind of just, you know, bolts are flying. He's like, no, we're very, very good at hitting one target at a time. And so when they train, they're trained to look right down that site over and over and over again. And so that, that really, I remember, um, I actually went to one of his conferences in San Diego and, and he talked about the power of that getting translated into our lives. And, and it's really, if you think about it, metaphorically speaking or practically speaking, it really is what you and I are discussing. You're like, oh, okay, so I don't have to hit all 30 things that are coming at me. I just have to hit the one that's right in front of me or the one to the left, or which is the which is the one that needs to be the prioritization. Awesome. So, yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I haven't read that book. It's a great book. I'm going to read it now. Mark, Mark Devine. <laughs> Old Mr. Devine. Yes. Excellent. So, uh, so yeah, sitting down and, and even this last week, I had, a, I had a felt completely overwhelmed Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday and Wednesday. I was like, I got to sit down and figure out what is going on. And like, I know I had a lot of big things. Once I got them nailed down, I was like, okay, I, I'm not going to be able to do everything that I want to do, but the things that I need to get done, like based and rooted in, and this is actually a significant part of this conversation when I don't know which decision to make next. I got to root it in a value system. Like I got to let my value system drive it rather than the tyranny of the urgent. Or um, I, I remember one time one of our uh, one of my friends said, "Poor planning on your part doesn't constitute an emergency on mine." Um, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> like you, to to let somebody else dictate my schedule. Like, yeah. well, I didn't get this done, and now I need you. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, I, I control my time. You don't. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you didn't get it done, and I'm sorry for that. It's going to be a bummer for you to figure out how to solve that. But, you know, if I can, it, especially in a leadership position, it's easy to get sucked into oh. curing everybody else's dilemmas. Yes. Which is super unhealthy. Uh, it's super unhealthy, and they don't grow. Yeah. So I think the first thing, you know, that I think both you and I can provide that we use is is the ability to like we just discussed, 
is to to prioritize your engagements, and sometimes that is taking a step back. You gotta you gotta move out of. We'll just stick with the metaphor of the battlefield since we went to Mark Divine, the Navy SEAL. You gotta step out of it, reassess it, and then reengage it. It's a very very powerful tool, and there's times I literally do that a couple times a day because I just have to. I'm just like. Okay, I feel like I'm drowning. Okay, I'm taking the dog for a walk around the you know the block, or I'm just going outside. And I'm just I'm leaving my phone away, so I can think. Because I think that's another thing that we don't do enough of is think yeah. in the world. Because it's just emails and text and take kids to basketball practice or soccer practice and sick and COVID and maps. What you're like? What is going on in this world? And sometimes we just got to take that step back, think about it, like. Is that really a fire, to your point? Is that really causing this? You're like, Actually, no, it's not. You know, it's just, again, you know, the devil in my head kind of, you know, swirling around and making me feel like that. Right, right. And then we get frustrated at our spouses. We get short. And, you know, and then, then now I actually have a real problem. You yep. Know? Yep. Because so, I'm creating issues with non-issues. Yeah. Mrs. Jenkins is like, yeah, you're being a jerk right now, Jason. <laughs> She would never say that. She would never say that. Never. <laughs> yes. So uh, here's here's the, the strategy for you on this one. It, I, what I think is um, it's really good to just build a decision tree. And yeah. and this what this does is once I can separate my feelings from my rational thoughts and go, okay, these feelings that are here are actually making me uh, feel internally as if this is much, much bigger than it actually is. And so I want to make sure that we uh, do that first, but then we can separate our uh, our decisions and, and start thinking rationally about how we move forward with this. So context, situation, the, the reason why we're doing this is I'm stuck. Yeah. Whatever it is, I'm stuck at work, I'm stuck in the situation, I'm I don't know what to do. Now, I have two decisions out of that. I can stay stuck. I can make that choice and people make that choice every day. Like you're free to make that choice. Yeah. Now, the problem with that choice is if you do what you've always done, you get what you've always gotten. So you wind up repeating this place where you're like, I'm stuck and I'm going to continue to be stuck. Yeah. Well, that that's a life of misery. Like that's no fun. Nobody wants Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Um, and so uh, that you can do it. You're not going to be happy with that decision. But what, what you do have to make sure of is that if you choose to stay stuck, you can't complain about the results you get. So that's just it's just the bottom line. I, I'm stuck. And option A, I'm going to stay stuck. Option B, I'm going to get unstuck. I am going to do whatever I have to do to get unstuck. Now, you may get down the road of one of those things and go, man, it's really hard. I'm going to stay stuck. Uh, I, I've heard a number of people say this, but change comes when the pain of where you are is greater than the pain of the process of change. Um, and yeah. one of those, you're going to choose your pain. It's going to be hard to change. It's going to be hard to stay the same. Pick which one you want. Pick, pick your heart, you know. Yeah, it is picking your heart. And, and I think to your point on that, Aaron, is that, you, what we're really talking about is capturing the power. You and I have talked about this before of momentum. It is just not a neutral aspect in life. It is as sure as gravity sits that either, you know, you are going to harness the winds of momentum behind you, which is pushing into the hard things that you have to do. Like I'm tired, but I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to do the hard things so that you can capture that. But if you're, you know, as you're listening to this and you're like, man, I'm just, 
I'm feeling stuck. That sense of just being stuck. You need to know that it's you're not just stagnant. Those winds are pushing themselves against you, that momentum. And you can flip it on its head like that by just simply going and if it's walking around the block or if it's like, I'm going to go try something new. I think the other practical tool that we talk about is, you know, doing low cost probes. So if you're sitting in, you know, feeling stuck in your job, you're like, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm a CPA and I, I want to go start a coffee shop or I want to go do something else. You know, how do I begin to tap into that a little bit? You know, whatever those low cost probes are, if it's, you know, I'm going to read more about it. I'm going to find people that own a coffee shop and, you know, what are the pros and the cons? And can I come in one Saturday and just work for free? You know what I mean? To get a sense of, is this something I really enjoy? Yeah. And you can even apply that, I think, even to relationships, you know, of, hey, I'm feeling really stuck inside my marriage. Well, then go do something that you normally wouldn't go do, you know, as a couple and just, you know what I mean? Just trying to do those things that force you to get up, like you talk about. Uh, second, get those winds of movement going. But I think what I love about the con- the concept of these low-cost probes is now you've created a feedback loop. Like, I like that, I don't like this. You know, I use the analogy when I, my kids are younger when you're like trying to like, hey, we should probably eat more than macaroni and cheese, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, hey, imagine this, like there's other food that's great, but until you try the Chinese food, right, or the hamburger, whatever it is, you're never going to know. And that's, I think, what we're talking about here. Yep. Yeah, so good. And I love your, your analogy of I'm a CPA and I want to run a coffee shop or I want to I serve coffee. I love making lattes. Yeah. I, I lose track of time when I'm <laughs> doing a pour over. Like, and there are people like that. And, and you know, that's not me, but there, yeah. there are people. And that, okay, like... There's, right. nothing, there's not a thing wrong with any of that. So if yeah. that's if that's the dream, you know, maybe you need to wrestle with that. Okay, well, does that mean you have to own a coffee shop or should you just maybe get a second job at a coffee shop? You know, and, and th- those options of what does that look like for me? Because the truth is, <clears throat> you know that if you're just working at a coffee shop, you're probably not going to be making enough money to pay rent and bills and groceries and all that stuff for a family, just like to yeah. support a family. So it's probably going to be more involved in that. But on the flip side of that, if you own a coffee shop, you're probably not going to actually be making coffee. You're going to be managing a business that makes coffee for yeah. you. Yeah. Or you find out that you have such a great passion and you're a great teacher. So you create an online course about how to make the best cappuccino ever and sell it for five bucks, downloadable PDFs. I mean, there's a lot of different business models that are out available, especially in the world we live in that allow you to feel fulfilled around that thing that you, you know, like you said, that you enjoy. Yep. And so, and so that, that's your first, like if you're like, I'm a CPA and you're like, I've had it. Yeah. And tomorrow I'm launching a new business. That's probably going to get you into trouble. Yeah. So you can say, okay, I'm getting unstuck. Well, do a low cost probe. Spend, yeah. Take a, go find a coffee shop owner and say, hey, I'm, let me buy you breakfast. I know you don't yeah. know me, but let me buy you breakfast. Um, they, everybody loves to talk about how great they are. Yeah. I mean, you think about just as I'm listening to you talk and we're talking through this, I mean, think how broad this, this concept, this application really is. I mean, you could apply it in so many different areas of our lives. We just choose not to for whatever various reasons, you know? Um, but again, if you're feeling stuck and you're feeling like the first thought is like, Hey, I kind of want to go try this or do something different. Well, listen to that voice and take action to 
like what we're talking about, these low-cost probes. Yeah, and I'm and I'm to be fair, we're not picking on CPAs. No. CPAs a great job. There's a lot of people that are like, I'm around customers all day, and all I want to do is look I at numbers. I'm so love my better CPA. With <laughs> uh, and they're good at it, right? And and their brain thinks that way, and they they're fulfilled in doing that and making columns match and you know numbers line up and all they, like they're good at and there's nothing wrong with any of that what what's a problem is when we feel like what we're passionate about what I am engaged in what I want to do and give my life energy to that's not worthy of my attention that's when we get into trouble yep. so maybe it's being a business owner maybe it's being a phenomenal employee but I can tell you this if you're doing something as an employee that you love as people who manage other people I can tell you firsthand, we take note of it. And okay. those are the kind of people that I'm like, let me keep elevating you because I want people with your attitude, with your sense of purpose and gratitude and thankfulness, I want you to influence culture. So that, that low-cost probe is an option to get unstuck. What are, what are some other options? Well, I think some other options besides a low-cost probe, I, I mean, I feel like that's really at the base of you know providing that feedback. But... Um, you know, I think the other thing is accountability and having a partnership. You know, if you really go, hey, I need to have accountability. So in my career, I, I, one of the other executive team members is my accountability coach. In fact, I was talking to her on the way here. I was like, okay, you know, Heather, like, you know, this is what's being asked and I need you to hold me accountable, you know, to this high, high level that's being asked, which I'm, I'm grateful for. So I think that's another thing because sometimes, you know, like I said, you can, you know, maybe cut corners, get lazy, whatever, or just, you're like, I'm feeling stuck. And somebody needs to come along and grab you and pull you off the ground and be like, we got to go. We got to get up and we got to go. So that's another thought I have around that. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. You know, I was thinking about, I, um, gosh, years ago, I was in Chicago and a friend of mine and I were, uh, we were looking for a place to uh, sit outside and have some dinner. It was beautiful weather in Chicago. You want to take advantage of that because it's rare. Not too humid, not too hot, not too cold. It was just a really perfect evening. So we find this little um, bar that served food, the, the basic like burgers, and we, sure. we didn't care. We, would, we're, we just wanted to sit outside and have dinner. Yeah. So we're sitting at this table. And these two young guys, 20, 21, right in that, you know, 19 to 22 sure. range, they're sitting there. They, I'm assuming they were over 21 because they were sitting outside at a bar, but you never know. Um, and, and they were talking and, and we, uh, they caught our attention. <laughs> But because of their, you know, that, that age range just seems to have the world all solved. Yes. Like they just have the world solved. I, I know I did at that age. Yeah. I, I had to, if everybody would have just thought like me, I mean, you know, the world life would be, the world would be better. It'd be a better yeah, place. Better place. Um, turns out I was wrong, but, um, and so were they, but, uh, we, we were visiting with, with them. You know, we started to engage them in conversation cause we were like, Oh gosh, this is going to be fun. This is yeah. going to be fun. And one of them worked at Pita Pit, and he went on for easily 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes, on why uh, he, as the frontline Pita maker, should be making more than the CEO of Pita Pit, the entire chain. And I was like, really? Tell wow. me, I'm, I'm, I'm riddled with questions. Tell me, I'm, I'm literally made of questions right now. Please help me understand yeah. why that's how you think. And he's like, well, I'm the one who's with all the customers. I'm like, yeah, but if you leave, what does it cost the company? And he goes, uh, 
well, I just, I just, I mean, I feel like I'm doing the best I can and I can't. And I was like, okay, now we're starting to get somewhere. Like you're looking at your position in life going, this is not going to get me where I want to go. And I don't know what to do with that. And, and I think so many of us hit that space. And so what we began to talk about with him was like, okay, you feel stuck. Do you want to get unstuck? Like what, what books have you read? Which, I mean, the thing about the internet world is there is literally infinite amount of information at your fingertips, like infinite amount of information at your fingertips. In fact, I think right now the statistic is the amount of information that is available to you as a person is doubling every 30 days. Wow. Like there's that much new information. Ooh, like, it. And it's just yeah. <laughs> infinite amount, more information than you can consume in 10 lifetimes. Uh, is already available to you and we feel like oh, I don't know what to do I don't know where to go go to YouTube yeah what have people done that worked at Peter Pit and wanted to do something else search that you'll find something you'll find something you'll find something here's for what sure. I did like do you want a home business do you want to work outside the home do you want to be an employee do you want to be a business owner do you want to be a manager do you want to be a, a trainer do you want to be a writer do you want to and and here's here's something else. Like you, if you're a writer, you don't even have to be an author. You can be a ghostwriter. I mean, there's so many options. Read a book on it. Look at the internet on it. Like, yeah. there's information out there for you. But I would say this: check with your friends. They'll if your friends if you have good friends, they'll tell you the truth about what they see in you. If they're like, hey, um, you may want to do something different, but. I mean, maybe Peter Pitt Frontline is, that's your future. Yeah, I also think another great asset, just kind of going along those lines of feedback, you know, is doing, there's different tools and resources like Strength Finders out there, Myers-Briggs, which are basically uh, a set of questions that really identify who you are as an individual, how you tilt with personalities. Um, that's another great tool. You know, as you're kind of on a quest of trying to match your heart. Yeah. Uh, to, you know, what you want to go do as well. Yeah. The Enneagram is a great one that yeah. a lot of people use. That's that's very big right now. Um, there's a lot of those kind of things. What I would say about all of those things is that they measure potential, not aptitude. Yeah. So they'll tell you how you're going to do something, but they won't tell you how good you'll be at it. Correct. And you've got to cultivate those skills. So once you figure that out, read your book, get your plan, get get in your mind. Like, here's kind of, this is what I think. And I think a lot of people are scared to death to say that. Because I think they're afraid that they're once they say it, they're obligated to it. Again, which is the beauty of, of these this low-cost probe concept. I mean, to me, reading a book is a low-cost probe. It's yep. a $20 cost, right? Yeah. So that, But without that feedback, you're never going to know what should I be doing or thinking about doing um, so I think that's why we're encouraging people to go do, uh, but be purposeful about it. And, and these are different ways you can be purposeful in kind of, I'm going right, but I, th I think I may want to go left. Yeah. And here's, so we're talking about it specifically within the realm of work or business or yeah. that kind of thing, but apply it to family. Did the decision, does, does the decision tree look any different? Mm -hmm. No, I want to be a better spouse. Okay. Well, what books have you read about that? What, who have you talked to about that? Find somebody that's doing the things that you love about um, the things that you want to implement about tr how you treat your spouse and take them to breakfast. That's right. Um, hey, I love how you talk to your spouse. How, tell me about that, you know, or hey, how have you guys cultivated? Like you've been married 50 years. How did in the world did you do that? You know, yeah. 
um, those kinds of those kinds of conversations uh, are critical. Um, but it's the same whether you apply it in business, you apply it in family, apply it in parenting. I want to be a better parent. Okay, what books have you read? Okay, who have you talked to? Okay, what you know? Are when you think about being a parent, how are you being intentional? Like asking those questions looks the same even regardless of the arena that you want to apply it to. It totally does because, again, what what you're trying to ultimately, and we were repeating ourselves because we want you to catch the message, without that feedback coming in and out, how are you really going to know that you're going down the right track? I mean, now let's take it into the the personal realm of how does my wife want to be loved, right? I mean, we could go unpack love languages here and, you know, I'm doing when she just wants me to sit and have, you know, spend time, you know, like, so, so all of those things are really critical. Uh, Getting back to the theme of this podcast, which is getting unstuck. If it's professional or personal, uh, the principles, you know, are there. Yeah. So now I do this low cost probe. So I, I, I'm stuck. I choose to get unstuck. This is my next decision. And then the next decision is I'm going to start looking for all these different avenues to help me figure out how to get unstuck. I think your, your next decision has to be simply this. How are you going to execute on that? Because I know a lot of people that in all kinds of areas of life are educated way past what they're doing. Like they already know way more than they're actually doing. And I think we all do. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it doesn't, you may not know, you might not be a subject matter expert on it yet today, but you know what I need to do to become that person, right? right. So uh, we're, we, we have a lot more knowledge than we may give ourselves credit for, um, you know, to, to beat past procrastination and excuses and things like that. Yeah, you know, if you want to move forward in your job, sim- this is simple. Show up on time and work hard. Yeah. I, I've taught my boys that since they were little. And, and my youngest son, who's uh, working at a McDonald's, but he's, he's working in, into management. I mean, he's doing great. You know, he's, and I don't, cool. I don't care what you're doing. I just want Same. you to have honest work, right? And so he's, he's moving up into management. And he's like, Dad, all these people, like I'm moving past them. I've been there. I haven't been there as long as they have, but I'm moving past them. I said, why? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> I said, well, what are you doing? He goes, Dad, the only thing I'm doing is what you taught me. I'm showing up on time and working hard. I'm like, I'm, that's weird. Yeah, it's weird how that weird. works. Because <laughs> the truth is uh, business owners can't find employees that will actually show up on time and work hard. Especially nowadays. Jeez, it's, it's, it's so wild. ridiculous. It's so, wild. so if you know that, like if you know that I need to show up on time and you show up five minutes late every day. You're not executing on what you already know. Yeah. If you want, if you know that your wife loves it when you clean the house for her, and you're like, "I'm never going to clean the house," it's a missed opportunity. It's it, it, like that's <laughs> easy money. That's yeah, that's easy money. that's one of those things that I think it's so interesting to watch people struggle in with information that they already have, and then and then feel like a victim. Like if you want to get in better shape. Get off the couch and go for a walk. It's not the, and I do think that one of the things that gets people stuck is they feel like they're, um, they have such a leap to get to what's envisioned in their mind. So for example, with exercise, they're like, man, I got to get in better shape. So in their mind, what exercise is, is I'm going to go lift weights for an hour and I'm going to get 30 minutes on a treadmill every day. You don't have to do that. Yeah. Like you don't have to do, you don't really incredibly fit people don't work out that hard if they know how to work out right. 
just get off the couch and go for a walk. Yeah. Just go for a walk. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Just to kind of, you know, begin to put a summary on it. Like, so if I'm stuck, what, what we're saying here, right, is the first thing is, it's to really kind of begin to to listen, you know, to what your heart's telling you. Like, what, what is it that I want to do? And if you're like, I don't even know what that is, then like to your point, go, go ask somebody. Like, what do you see? Like, what do you see in me? There's other tools out there, uh, like you know the Myers Briggs and Strength Finders and um, Indiograms. Like, start getting like, oh yeah, that is kind of me. You know what I mean? And, and just kind of at a loose level, really begin to let the heart be, you know, point you in that direction. And then the second component to that that we continue to say is to go do because doing creates that feedback loop, you know, for your situation. Yeah, and once you if once you have an idea, go try it. Yeah, you'll know pretty soon if it's going to work or not. And if it doesn't work, don't go. Oh gosh, I failed. I'm stuck and stranded, and I'm right back where I was. Make adjustments and try something else. Yeah, and I and I think you know I kind of want to point to the invitation that if you haven't looked at the invitation, you know you should look at the invitation that we created on our site because that is the purpose is to help you get unstuck. This is 87 days of of a deep examination of who you are in the heart, body, and mind. Where when you go do that, and we know this, Aaron. You're gonna, you're gonna get unstuck. Yep. I mean, you are gonna pull yourself up, and and it's uh, pretty special. It's weird how it helps you clarify in your own thinking, like what am I, yeah. what am I, and uh, it it just brings clarity. All this is one of those unintended consequences that happens when you do stuff where you grow mind, body, spirit. Yeah. So, so yeah. So your decision tree is: Am I? I'm stuck. Do I want to stay stuck? Do I want to get unstuck? Okay, I want to get unstuck. All right. Well, then what do I do with that? Well, I do low cost probes. I meet with people. I figure myself out. And what am I passionate about? I read. I I have all these different venues to gather input, and then I start executing on that input. And and if it works, great. If it doesn't work, I make adjustments and try something else. And I keep executing until it lands until I'm like, yes, this is it. But there is no reason to ever believe that where you are is the best that it's gonna be. That's just not, That's right. it's just not true. Yeah, it's not it's true. It's not true. You, where you are is where you are, and that's okay. But if you feel stuck in that, it's not okay to stay there. It's okay to be there, yeah. but it's not okay to stay there. So now we gotta move forward. So keep moving forward and move. It doesn't really matter where or how, Move. move and guess what if it doesn't work move somewhere else yeah like but but don't don't sit and be stuck in your stuckness and blame the world and blame the government and blame your spouse and blame your friends and blame your poor wages and don't blame everything else on the things that you have the power to change that's right don't do it that's right. You have the power to change those things. And so if you uh, are feeling stuck, we hope this is a blessing to you. If you know somebody that's stuck, share the podcast with them. And then follow up with them and go, hey, I love you. And that's why I threw this at you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Get out there and go do. Yeah. Get out there and go do. And, and here's, here's the thing. Uh, it's not even about production, but the world belongs to those who do. Always has, always will. Yep. And at the end of the day, people who move and execute, those are the ones that are going to find yeah, and I meaning would, and purpose. So, so as we wrap it up, I would say, go grab your world, right? You know what I mean? Like, so the, the ones that do are the ones that, that get things done, and, but it's your world, your dreams, your vision. You know, it's not the, 
You don't have to become the next Bill Gates, but come be the best husband, friend, father, and so on. Yep. So that's our encouragement to you. Awesome. So until next time, guys, uh, make sure you share, like, review, uh, help us out there. Jump on the Aerial Tribe website and uh, take a look at the resources available there for you. Uh, and that will be an ever-growing library of, of things. That's right. But uh, we will be uh, back soon enough and have some more great content.